Welcome to another episode of the Life Adventurous Podcast. I'm Jenny, your host, and I'm here to share some quite sad news that I don't know what happened, but we somehow don't have the recording from the next guest in this series. And so I just wanted to let you know that because this episode was supposed to be Julia Wesley, and I had so much fun interviewing her and talking to her because she's a spiritual teacher, a soul blueprint healer, and a Akashic records reader. And she helps people to remember and embody their divine purpose for being yourself. And we talked so much about the third eye and so many different things. It was such a great episode. And I'm so bummed that you won't be able to hear it. I don't know what happened to it. We had a full episode recorded and it's not on the actual SD card, there's like four seconds there. So I'm just going to say that it's some kind of maybe spiritual blip or something. But I wanted to pop in here and say that if there's any mention of her or the past episodes with her, I wanted you to at least have an idea of who I was referencing and why you didn't hear that episode. And of course, please check out Julia. Her website is divinerealignment.com. And of course, you're in for a treat. We have an excellent guest today for the second guest of the Third Eye Chakra. You're going to absolutely love this episode and enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Travel, life, and fun. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. You're listening to the Life Adventurous Podcast, presented by Say What Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Life Adventurous Podcast. I'm Jenny Hollow, your host, and I am flying high because this is the third episode of the Third Eye Chakra. And I'm telling you, last week's episode was so powerful, and I'm so grateful to be able to bring on a wide variety of people so that you can just get different aspects of each one of these chakras so that you can really see who aligns with you, who speaks to you, who's going to help you on this journey. And so I'm so excited to bring Ayana Chance onto the show today because she is a big dream extraordinaire. She has totally done so many things between working corporate, having businesses. I mean, even, we didn't even talk about this yet, but she's had a close to death, near death experience that I can't wait to hear this story. And even so, like she has just stepped into her calling and we are going to go deep and help you to achieve your dreams and aspirations. So welcome Ayana Chance to the show. Ayana, I want you to share a little bit more about who you are. Don't share uh-huh. the near-death story yet, because we'll do that after, yeah. but share a little bit more yeah. about who you are, and then I want you to share something fun. Okay, so I'm I'm a mom, wife, sister, friend, like I said, all the things. Um, I think I said that to you before, and I just, when I say I'm a big dream extraordinaire, people might think, well, really, what does that mean? What that means for me is I no longer put limitations on what my mind can achieve and believe. And I, I strongly see that as my calling, my way into what's possible for me, so much so that I know I can help people see the same thing. Mm. I know I can help them. I love it. Find what their calling should be. Yes. So something fun about you. Something fun. Gosh. It is, and I am fun. So this is like, <laughs> the boss is real. But what's something fun about me? My gosh. Um, or 
or a tip. One of the things that helped me relax, believe it or not, is I love to bake and make cakes from scratch. I'm talking couture type cakes, kind of like you see in magazines. If I, I actually had a business doing that once and I really love it. Yes. Love doing it. I love yeah. it. Oh my God. Can I come have a cake? Jay and I love yes, cakes. Yes, you can. <laughs> it's time. I need, I need <laughs> it's, it's the licking of everything when it's all put together. You know, just, I just love, I'm that person. Yes. I'm that person who licks the ball. Oh my God. Me too. Oh going. my God. Yeah. <laughs> Friends forever. Me too. <laughs> That's awesome. No problem with that. I grew up with that. So salmonella, salmonella be damned. I'm good. It's already, right. you know. I already had done had enough raw eggs in my life. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man, that's awesome. I'm immune. I I'm love immune, it. so we're good to go. Right? Yep. I love it. Bring more batter on. Yes. yes. I, now now yes, you're making ma'am. me want to go make a brownie batter or something. Juice. Come on. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's get into uh, the third eye chakra. What does okay. the third eye chakra mean to you in the work that you do? At the beginning, one would say it's definitely about intuition or your gut or that that voice. I see it spiritually as well as a, a physical and mental connection. It is the complete mind, body, soul connection when you think about that chakra. And and this and for me personally, I know it's coming from my higher source. And I believe in God. So that's that's who my higher source is. It comes from him. And while you would think, oh, it's readily there for you at any time, it takes some skill in knowing how to calm the noise around you in order to tap into it. But it's still, uh, I call it a voice, a vision, a visual, a thought, a feeling. All that put together is what I see as intuition or that third eye. It's, it, it knows. And it's, it's our job to be able to know how to tap into it. It's always there anyway. We're, we're the ones that's choosing not to see it. We're the, we're the ones that's choosing not to hear it or follow it. And it's scary when you do, but it has your best interest at heart, 120%. So when you that's say, what? when you say it, like it is just it. intuition or. it, You know, that's, I'm glad you said that because it is sometimes a she. Hmm. It is sometimes a he. And for me, I call it my she. Mm-hmm. She, she knows. And when I hear her, I, 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 how I relate to people because they, they, they may come across as saying, what, what do you mean you hear her? But I say people, it's you, there's an inner voice, right? Mm-hmm. And the best way to describe it to people so they can start understanding is it's your inner voice. So you start thinking, am I hearing myself? Part of it is yes. And part of it is actually for me, it's a different sound. It does, she does not sound like how I sound right now. Mm. She is talking to me in a way that because the, the, the language or the vision, because I'm also a, very, a visionary person, because it comes from something that I don't normally do every day. It, it comes from a place that I don't even sound like. Those aren't my words. Those aren't how I, that's not how I think. That's not what I would first, my first instinct would be to do. When it comes to me like that, I know I'm tapping into her. She's talking to me. She's letting me know, walk this path or do this thing or step out of the way or just so many, oh, so many life aspirations come to, came to me through her. Mm. And that's, and hopefully I'm explaining it right, but that is how I see no longer an it, but that's how I see her. Yeah. She. Well, and what I love about this journey is as, you know, each guest that's came on the show has a different way of explaining what this is and what this means to them. 
And I think that's the beauty of this work because you have to find the words and the things that resonate with you. And right. that's the way that it, it works for you. And also too, you sharing that helps open up the possibility for someone else who maybe hears that voice. Like, do you feel that everybody has a voice? Do you feel that everybody can hear this voice? Those are great questions. First one, I believe everyone does have a voice. Mm -hmm but it may come to them in a totally different fashion than the next person. Mm. Um, like I have a friend, I have my best friend, she hears her voice through visualization. So it's, some of it could be for some people that means they're centering and they let, they let it come for her is the actual physical appearance or something in position in such a way given to her in such a fashion that she knows, okay, I talked about this you know, maybe in her prayer life or maybe just writing her journal. I spoke of this, give me this sign, you know, signs and wonders, give me this sign. And that's how it came to her exactly mm. how she phrased it. So it got, it became manifested yeah. from just with her thinking about it or writing it down. Others may hear it. I have a touch of that too. Like I mentioned, I can hear my voice, but I, I would say for me, it comes through visions, dreams and visions. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm a big dream extraordinaire. It becomes so clearly things that when I've had these visions when I was younger, no idea what it meant. I saw myself doing things, found myself in foreign locations that I've never seen before. I've been in pyramids in my dreams. And, mm -hmm. and when, they when they become reoccurring, you're saying, what is that about? Why is that exact dream coming to me in the exact same way with the exact same sound and feelings? There's something about it. It's not just your mind just letting go of things. It, there is a purpose to it. Mm -hmm. So when I get my visions, I stop and respect them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That respect. Yeah. And you were saying, you know, before we started, like you've been talking to your family about how to connect more to that intuition, that inner voice, that experience. Oh. So is that also what you do with clients? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, when I help women, I right now I'm helping a lot of women. So I kind of say it that way, yeah. but help men too. Men, you know, <laughs> when you're ready to go, I'm here. But um, help a lot of women who, who are at this point when they want to make the step change in their life. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they find themselves making a step change towards their aspiration, my dream. I always wanted to do this. How many people say that? Always wanted to do, have my own shop, have my own business like yourself or myself or just have something that gives back to people. There's, there is a push of service or a push to give or a push to express themselves. Even if it's staying in your corporate job, but you have a wish to go to the next level or a totally different position altogether, there is that pull. And helping them hear that voice, I tell them, if you can't squash it, meaning your life, <laughs> before our, our wonderful life turned upside down last year, myself amongst everybody, a million things happening at the same time. We had to do things that we thought we wanted to do, but they turned out to be had to do because you're keeping up with yourself or keeping up with neighbor or keeping up with society or what we think we should be accomplishing. When all that quieted down, if there's that desire, that aspiration that pops back up, you're like, oh yeah, when I was a kid, I used to, oh, I used to think about that all the time. And it's, and it's coming back at you. It's rising to the surface because the noise has went away. We've become such experts at noise filling that that voice that's inside you 
gets muted and he or she or however it, however you want to call it, your, your inner self has always been there. Mm-hmm. Always been there. So when I talk to my family, um, I have a son and a daughter. So that's my husband. When I talk to them about, you know, I, I talk to them deeper than what does your gut say? I talk to them like, you know, what does your, what does your younger self say now? And I give them reminders. You used to do this. You used to do that. You used to hold on to this all the time. Do you see yourself doing that now? And they'll look at me like, oh, yeah, I still do that. How does that make you feel when you when you re- reminisce or think about that? Does that show you where you should be going for it? For example, my daughter, this little girl would draw on anything, <laughs> anything and everything all the way around her, the walls, floors me herself she just finds she just finds a way to to just express herself Mm -hmm. and the most the most basic thing and she won't kill me when she hears this but this book that we used to have as babies that we say is this a door it's a red door but we said what is that and the first instinct you and i would say is a door so we expect her to say it's a door she said it's red and we're like okay so it's it's the way we look at life that it starts to build who we are. Everyone knows that. But it's that voice that's still there that is just building and waiting for you to hear. I told you I really do enjoy being creative. Mm-hmm. Now I can't stop her from creating these magnificent paintings. She's going to school for art design. It's all flowing into where she wanted to go. And it was no push by me. It was just her naturally seeing her progression. So I always ask her, what does your inner voice tell you to do? What, what, how should you draw that? And she'll just say, oh, it just came to me. Yeah, what, yeah. It's, it's your she talking to you, little girl. Oh, I <laughs> love that. That's how you do it. I love yeah. that you're cultivating that because I feel like a lot of times, you know, like me, I'm definitely more of an, like, and we work with type A entrepreneurs and perfectionists and go, go, go yeah. type of people. And even so, uh, I know my parents majorly supported me, but at the same time, somewhere along the way, I picked up that like I had to be perfect with what I was doing. And so mm-hmm. kind of like, I guess I got a fear at some point as a kid, you know, yep. unintentionally, of course, my parents didn't try to do this to me, but like, you know, or whatever, a teacher, whoever, wherever it came from, you know, that whole following what I wanted to do. I wanted to get the A plus. I wanted to get the pat on the back. I wanted to, you know, do what I thought was the right thing to do so that I could be viewed okay by the people around me mm-hmm. versus I, you know, really in just that, that innocence of the, of the child who does that just came to me and it's still as good, if not better. And it's not even about a good or better, but it's as good, good it's as good as someone who's trying to play by the rules and make sure that they're always showing up in a way that will be approved. Does that make sense? It's like, you know, you're always looking for approval versus approval instead of knowing that's you. Yes. Whether anyone likes it or not, it's yours right. and you have to love it before you look for other people to love it. Absolutely. Yes. 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 Okay. So let's take a quick left turn and talk about, you know, the, yeah. the near death experience. Oh gosh. So, um, in manufacturing, I was one of the companies I worked for and, um, working on this huge tank. So imagine, um, a huge steel tank in front of you. And one of the processes called for changing out, um, one of the plugs, because it was in an area that needed to be sterile. I was working with someone else and he started the system, but didn't follow the directions of the computer system. So starting up this particular program, he 
didn't realize that there wasn't a pause, like an input pause for someone to hit okay. Everything's set back in place. The, the plug's been put back in place. So he started it and that program just runs straight out. So what he ended up doing while he unplugged it, he started to do that. At the same time, the tank was doing a pressure hold test. So didn't know that was happening at the time, but I'm with him and I'm standing and I'm a short person and I'm standing, I'm standing like head level. The forehead is right in line to where this plug comes out. So while he's, and I'm standing right there just watching him, I'm doing like this audit. And while he is unscrewing it to take it out, that voice said, move three steps left. Hmm. That clear, I'm not gonna lie, that clear. It just says, move three steps left. So I just moved three steps left. The moment I stopped moving, he unscrewed it enough. It was doing the pressure test. That plug came flying. Hmm. Out, mm. and it would have hit me square in the forehead mm. i'm talking it would have killed wow. me that's how much pressure and force was behind it because it was it was right in line to hitting me square in the head so it didn't dawn on me till later because i'm kind of like you i'm like okay let me assess the situation let's shut it down you know let's make sure everything's safe before i mentally lose it <laughs> have an emotional <laughs> breakdown right Meanwhile, that that person, he did mentally lose it he left screaming and having a fit so i was the one to have to shut it all down but it wasn't until I got home and my the whole, I was still on adrenaline like for most of that day. And when I got home, it came to me, if you didn't listen, you would be dead. Mm-hmm. No question about it. I had my, um, my bosses and everybody came through and they actually said, well, where were you positioned? And I showed them, I said, yeah, but then I just moved. And they just looked at me like, if you didn't move, as much pressure coming out of there, you would have been dead. You would have been a casualty. Hmm. And because of that, I've learned from that point on, I said, I've been hearing that voice. I don't always follow. I didn't always follow it, but I decided to. And it saved my life. Yeah. Plain and simple, saved my life. No, and and it's powerful because that's a very intense. Yes. Alarming powerful story in that the in the power of listening and especially with you being a big dream extraordinaire you know when you're working with clients how do you get them to listen because you had a near-death experience where you were so grateful you listened but I mean if we also let's say we just turn it and be dramatic right (laughs) okay a client not following their dreams means they're stuck in the same muck all the time and they're hating what they're doing I mean, that's almost a near-death experience, too, if I'm being extreme. Every day. Right? Every like, day. <laughs> You're reliving it every day. Right. Yes. And there's someone, he, she, it, speaking, mm-hmm. right? Right. And they're not listening. How do you help them listen? How do you help them develop it? Oh, gosh. There's several ways to do it. But one way I always like to do is a way I call eliminating the noise, eliminating the how. So I get them in this state of calmness or centering. I get them in the centering state. And I, and I present this very, the situation to him, like you went to bed thinking, having your life be a certain way, but the moment you wake up the next day, something's changed. Not only are you doing what you always wanted to do, but you're getting the reactions that you wanted and you're feeling a certain way that you always wanted. And I asked them, 
when, while they still have their eyes closed, what, explain to me, describe to me what that is. You don't know what changed. You don't know how it changed. That doesn't matter. The fact is it changed. And I know that sounds kind of simple, but when you release the, I don't know how, I don't know what, I, you know, I, I, you, you got all this noise in your head saying, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to get to A to B. I, there's got to be steps one through a million before I even get to A1. And, you know, so you're, you're bogged down with, with the how to's. And when you eliminate that or eliminate the noise and eliminate that and say, but what are you doing? If you, if you had, if it could just work out for you, if it could just be, just be, what is it that you're doing? And yeah, it takes some folks a little bit of time to say, <laughs> but, but, but there's no, but, but, but you wake up and it's changed. Mm-hmm. Instantly, like you said, you go into work, same thing, rat race every day. This day, it just changed. What are you doing? And just if I can get like two or three sentences out of them to express what they're doing, we go in deeper with each one. I'm, I'm looking, I'm listening for every word because I'm pulling. They've got a value that's being elevated. They have a, a consciousness that's being awakened. They have a feeling that's being re-emerged. I'm pulling on each one of those words that they're, they're explaining to me and then tapping to, when's the last time you felt like that? What were you doing? And how can you bring that feeling to you right now, if you had this effort, where does you, where do you feel it? You feel it in your heart, you feel it in your arms, you feel it in your legs, you feel it in, in your soul, in your mind, where do you feel it? Mm-hmm. So when you start connecting the feeling to the physical location of your body, and then you start connecting all that to where it could, how it could possibly be there for you because it always was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you and Then they're like, oh, okay, so it doesn't take doing a million steps to start walking towards your path. And that's, and that's the error a lot of us make that we think we have to take one big giant leap in order to say we did it. No, sometimes it's just an awakening of your soul and your conscious. And then you're on the right path for it. All the hows will come. Mm-hmm. All of it will come. You make up your mind. So this is what I want. All the house of crime. So in, in your example, that's how I get how's how I start with them. Yeah. Either or some folks are like me and I can have them just give me a vision of what they're thinking about and ex- describe what's around them. Some folks are readily able to do that, but those who find it a little difficult because they're full of noise, I help them get rid of that noise so they can hear it. Yeah. No, and I and it sounds like this is a lot of work helping them to find their true purpose which then leads to the big dream. You have, it's all connected, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you, if it's there, especially if you're coming to me saying, yes, I, I want to make this change. I'm tired of where I am. It's already talking to you. It, she is already talking to you Mm -hmm. because you have something pulling you to say, I I need to, to reach out to a coach. You are raising your hand and saying, there's a change I want to make. So we already conquered that first thing. And without you even knowing it, you already started your conscious awakening. Your energy has already shifted because you are because you raise your hand and start out a coach. Yeah. We're not pulling you to the table. You're voluntarily coming. Mm-hmm. So you have that awareness and you're ready to, to do that. Then we already know we, we, we are already at a good spot for you to start pulling from it. So it does make it easier because they're not being dragged to the table. Right, right. <laughs> well, think it's about different. that too. How many like spouses or friends try to drag 
their spouse or yes. friend at the table, come on, I need you yes. to show up. No, and it doesn't work. You're either you're doing it out begrudgingly and you say, I'm never going to do this again. And even yeah. if it's what you want to do, or you hold that experience against yourself, because it, that might've been the thing you needed to do. But the fact that someone's forcing you to do it, it the memory and the connection to it is going to be like, I didn't like feeling forced mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. I enjoyed what I did. Yeah. So, yeah. So then how, what do you, how do you think about big dreams? So like you said earlier, like, it's like big dream. Okay. What does that really mean? And people are always say dream bigger, dream bigger, dream bigger. So thinking back to when we were growing up and, and they say you could be anything you want. Right. Mm -hmm. And at the time that was, you know, you thought I'm going to be president. So I want to be an astronaut or all these things. And, and yeah, our, our history has shown there was, certain people <laughs> who represented those particular attributes of being an astronaut or a president, we're at this stage today where that's no longer true. What, what used to be that picture of what that role or, or attribute us, it, it totally shifted. Mm-hmm. And so what people may say, you know, oh, I want, you know, I want to rule the world and have a trillion dollars and they pat your head. Yeah, that's nice. You know, go, go color. Now we're saying, okay, really? So how would you do that? And it just, you know, it just changes the the scope of the conversation. So when I say dream big, it's actually going back to when you were younger and said, what did you really want to do? Mm-hmm. And, and where did you really want to be? Do, who says you have to be in the 4850 United States to, to do what you want to do. Who says you can't be on an island somewhere doing what you want to do, mm-hmm. how you want to do it? Mm-hmm. What's stopping you? Just you. So it's, I, when I say dream big, I really put it towards that, that notion of something that's big, hairy, or honest, <laughs> fully audacious, fully audacious. Kind of like people look at you like, are you kidding me? Like, no, that's it. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, something yeah. huge. And so for me, just to give an example, my big, hairy, or honest, and audacious dream is I want to help a million people start their business. Just, I want to help a million, million people just make that start in their business. That's my goal. That's my dream. To just say, so that's what I did. And whatever business it is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You, you want to be a dog walker? Great. You want to be a garden extraordinaire? Great. Whatever it is, I want to help a million people start it. Yes. Go for it. Do it. Yes. yes. Well, and especially now with everything that's happened in the past year, so much has shifted where people have really woke up in their life, right? Not everybody, yeah. but a lot of people, you know, a with that pause, they've, they're kind of going, well, what do I want? And, you know, we're still going to need employees. We're still going to need people to fill those roles. But also, too, what's wrong with having, a, like you said, a dog walker side business? That still counts. Nothing. You that could totally counts. do that or whatever it is, like whatever it is right. that you want to do. That's it. And and like you said, it's shifted to where it doesn't have to be this way or that way or show up, you know, and work. They, I am so glad the days are over where it's like, I'm going to go work for a company for till I die. <laughs> like, oh my I need more variety in my life. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> you working for that gold watch or that magic pension. Trust me, neither one are there for you anymore. They're yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's and I just read, I just read uh, someone's social media or a meme or something today that was like, you know, you know that job you used to have? Yeah, they they don't even know your name anymore. Because <laughs> of course we all like feel a level of importance, like, oh, I'm important and look at what I bring to the table. And while that is true, a company is just gonna move the hell on. <laughs> like, yes, it's over. 
Listen, Done. Uh, they'll miss you. They'll probably send you a nice card and you probably get some real good well wishes on your journey as you walk out the door. But trust me, if that's not if the company does not have your name in the marquee, they are moving on without <laughs> you. <laughs> it's done. Yeah, no. It's done. And, I, and I just think, like you said, I love what you said about just really questioning, questioning everything. I mean, I've been questioning so many things my whole life because as, as much as I as, as much as I colored between the lines, I, I was a, such a rule follower. Okay. Like in so many ways, right. I colored <laughs> between the lines in every way possible, but at the same time, I always did things that were very different. Like people always said, Oh, you're lucky. Oh, you're lucky. And I would manifest like really amazing stuff because I was like, why not? And so I went on some study abroads. I didn't pay for those study abroads. I had scholarships cover them scholarships mm. that were not supposed to be supposed to cover them. I got a scholarship to color, cover my flight to Mexico when I did my study abroad in Mexico. Why not? Nice. Right? Why not? But if we just follow the rules, so it's like the rules are good. I mean, there's societal rules and whatever, and we could probably go off on a whole tangent talking about that. But absolutely, it's like being willing to break the rules of what the culture says. Like what you said before of what the culture says is possible or what the shoulds and coulds and all the bullshit. I get really passionate about this because I'm just like sick of all the bullshit that we're told we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. When, like you said, mm-hmm. in your words, that voice, that that she, that it, that he, that voice inside of you is screaming that it wants more screaming. and you're ignoring yeah. it because you feel like or your parents said or someone told you that you have to do yep fill in the blank i get so angry (laughs) yeah all the limiting beliefs we put on ourselves all the assumptions that we put on ourselves or even some of the interpretations oh my gosh we gotta have a whole talk about interpretations by itself you know what what you believe and how you interpret what someone else said and now you made it a whole part of your life and now you can't move from a to b because you think someone will think Mm. a certain way oh that that just drives me absolutely crazy. It's really none of your business for other people think about you. Oh, and even just like if you're tuning into what we're talking, the energy has already shifted, right? We're both passionate about this, but it's like it's like that little bit of edge. That edge comes in because I don't know, it's like a totally different energy versus if you think about what we just talked about a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. It just it's like your shoulders go down. It's mm-hmm. like you can you can have more peace and you can just relax knowing and listening to that inner, that inner voice, that inner voice will guide you. You can trust yourself. If you can't trust anyone else, Mm -hmm. and if you need to trust someone, because we all do, we have that need to, to have that trust. You can trust yourself. You can trust what your intuition, your third eye, your, 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 she, your, your guide, you can trust that voice, that voice has a hundred percent great intentions for you. And once we start doing that above everything else, all the other folks' voice and noises that we hear, you'll know what's for you and what's not. You mm-hmm. and I and I've got I had to grow into this because <laughs> you know you know you don't just automatic I didn't automatically wake up last year and say, okay, I'm this totally Zen person. This, you know, I'm only hearing myself and going after my big dreams. No, you you gotta work at it. So you you gotta purposefully work at it and and purposefully say, This is the voice I want to hear. How do I tap into that level of energy? How do I keep myself there where maybe people around me aren't? 
there and they don't understand. So that's the power of coaching as well, right? You have a partner who's going to guide, who's going to be there taking your steps with you. So it's still your path and we're there to take that step with you. So you, the judgment has left the building. It's not even, we checked it at the door. There's no judgment and you have this safe place. So when you have this safe place, then you can explore. I think people just need to know what they, who they can trust, trust yourself, and that you, you're not being judged for that, for those feelings you're having. Yeah. I've, I've met so many women who have the golden can handcuffs on them. Mm. And they either are facing, um, some are facing abuse at home, but you would never know because they put on the mask and they're yeah. going to work because they have that big level job. Um, but, they, but their dream is to get away. <laughs> their dream is mm-hmm. to live someplace else. Their dream is to find peace and be happy. Yeah. So when we talk about big dreams, you know, for some folks being, being at peace, that's the biggest thing that they can even imagine. And how do you help people get, get at peace? You got to help them clear up that noise so they can trust themselves. Yeah. And that's extremely powerful because it just depends on where we're at in our journey. And I think regardless of what level you are, what experience or what age, peace is really something that can be very underrated for some. Absolutely. Because they're, you know, I think sometimes with big dreams, people think, oh, I want the big house, the big car, the big whatever. But ultimately, what you just said about someone who's looking for peace, peace opens up the whole world for you. That inner peace, that inner freedom, that inner knowing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, we've we've been developing this whole concept about becoming unfuckwithable and becoming, you know, just this like unshakable. So when shit happens, you know, like COVID. For some of us, COVID hit us yeah. and it fucking laid us out. Mm-hmm. Some of it, it teetered us. Some of it, it didn't bother us. Okay. And, and that's the thing, like when the next quote unquote COVID and not saying virus, but the next big thing hits you, you get laid off, your company goes under whatever you get a divorce, someone passes, like something happens. You know, it's that, it's that ability to still process it and be human, but you're not like swayed by the outside. You're not swayed by like what other people you're just doing, what you're, you're listening you're, you're following you because for, for me, true freedom and true peace is when I'm not listening to anybody else. <laughs> Bottom line, nobody. Bottom line. And I mean, I'm talking down to marketing, you know, Oh, I wear this because it makes me look good. Yep. They're telling me it makes me look good. Now, if I choose and I like it, it makes me look good. I mean, that's a whole nother level of work, right. To really identify this exactly. thing. Did you get this thing because you're supposed to have the thing because it makes you look good or whatever? Did you get this thing because you truly want it? And you nailed it. It's what is going back to go. This is the year of the want. That's what I tell my, mm-hmm. my, my family. This is the year of the want. And it, it may sound very ostentatious, but it's the truth. It is go after what you want because what you want is what is, is that pure feeling is that pure sense of who you are without the limitations of what society tells you what you should want and how you should want it mm-hmm. why and then becomes a need that's not what this is about uh, uh, when we think we were little we wanted basic things when we were little yes it was the need for survival great but the want was probably more prevalent than the need 
you know, if you really think about it, the want for attention, the want to be held, the want for that connection with, with your parents or with a loved one, that's still as important today as it was since the day you were born. Right. And we got to get back to that. That's the pretty. So getting the house, the car, the the land and all that, if that's your dream, great. But I'm asking what feelings does that bring back for you? What does that do for you? How does that serve you? You know, so have the thing and you're still miserable. That, that, that wasn't it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that wasn't it. Were you getting the thing because society says you made it because you have the thing, you have the black Amex card. What is it about that? Who are you living for? Yeah. Cause COVID has taught us one thing. You don't know what can take you out the next day. Mm-hmm. Something you can't even see can take you out the next day. And you think you're healthy and you may find out you have an underlying condition that you didn't even know about, but it came out <laughs> just mm-hmm. now. So what are you living for? Yeah. And how and can you, you and how can you start moving towards that big dream today? Yes. The dream is the, when people say, oh, it's waiting for you. Yeah, it is. As long as you're living, it's waiting for you. You could be 80 years old and going after it. Absolutely. It has no age. It's waiting for you. But if you're not going to step towards it, it's, it's not going to hit you in the face. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be there for you. You won't get to experience it. So it's all about taking this life we have and experiencing that dream you always had. Experiencing, for me, is experiencing the vision. Seeing myself, I already saw myself where I'm going to be in my business and how that's running and how many people I'm helping. Oh my gosh, a million people. It's yes, so awesome. Yes. So <laughs> I, I, I saw it. And I, I, I want to walk towards it. I want to walk towards it. And that's the fun. The fun, the joy is in the process. Yeah. It's not in the result. The joy is in the process. So I'm having a lot of joy right now. I and love I'm it. I'm fun talking to you too. And I, I can see it. You guys, I got the, I have the pleasure of seeing and experiencing the joy and watching her light up when she talks about these things. And I know that you have the experience of listening and you can feel if you're, if you're tapped into energy, you can feel her joy. For sure. Mm-hmm. Period. End of story. End and, of story. <laughs> right, like period. Mic drop. <laughs> it's on. And 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 you know. And I would even I would even you know challenge you to even say you listener you know, to even say it is happening. It is mine. And yep. claim it. Step into it. You know, because as long as it stays off in the way far future, it's always off in the way far future. Yeah. Bring it close even faster by claiming that shit. Like that shit's mine. Step into That's it. Right. I tell people something simple. We were talking about peace. You could say, I am peace. Mm-hmm. And, and, and just let that run all over you. Let that encompass you. I am peace. And watch how you feel. Watch how your whole energy shift. Because yeah, here, here's the thing, you know, when I feel like it just, can you be angry and say, I am peace? Ha! No. You can't. It, it would just be, a, it, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Like, because the minute you feel into it, if you say, if you're like, ah, I am peace. <laughs> like, it just, is, it doesn't, <laughs> you can say the words, but if you feel the words. Your whole, your whole body's rejecting that right then and there. It, it just doesn't work. <laughs> it's like, I don't even believe it. I don't even believe it. You're smiling, saying I'm, I'm at peace. No, that doesn't work either. You, you gotta have it. Yeah. You gotta and have it embodied. No, I love That's it. That's who you are. I love yeah. it. So if, if someone's listening and they're like, oh my God, I am so ready to dream big. I'm so ready to make 2021 and beyond 
my life. I am ready to step into this. I'm ready to make it happen. I want to learn how to connect to the she, he, it in my life. I want to learn how to listen. I want to learn how to step into my intuition more. I am ready to make a change. And Ayana is the person I want to do it with, or I'm ready to like tag along and follow her on her journey. And I want to learn more, like, where do they go? What are the next steps? Where do you hang out? Awesome. So I hang out a lot on Instagram, again, visual person. So that always, I love pictures. Pictures may tell a million stories about the situation. Some of it, you got to say, there's a lot of filter in there, but you know, you, you kind of get through that. So I'm always there. You can find me on Instagram at AT chance coach. That's my handle. You can also find me if you want to talk to me directly. The offer I'm giving to just your listeners is that I'm offering two free sessions and those free sessions and and you got to do them in three weeks. So we're going to we're going to hit it because once we go, you're going to realize how powerful this is and you're going to want to go through it again. You want to really dig deep. So it it really works to have a little of a break so you can think about it and we come right back at it again. So two sessions free sessions and three week time frame. They could find me at atchancecoaching.com. Wow. So hold up, hold up. I want to make sure I follow this. So you're giving two people one free session or you're giving two coaching sessions to as many people or I'm like, whoa, I've never heard this. This is awesome. <laughs> no, I'm giving two free sessions to as many people. Holy now, shit. Calendars, the calendar gets full. So if you wait on it, I may be talking to you in December, but right. <laughs> the key the key is two free sessions wow. to as many people who are willing to go on this journey. I mean, how am I going to help a million women start mm. their business if I don't talk to at least a million women? Yeah. Now this will determine if this is right for you. Absolutely. It's always a choice, but I know the only way to make my vision happen is I need to talk to people. I want to talk yeah. to you. I want to help you. So yeah, two free sessions per person. And we go from there. You know what's awesome about that? It's it's something different. And even so, it gives you a chance to really feel what her coaching is like. Because one session is yep. going to be powerful. But the second one, then it's like you said, like, it's just kind of like, it's like next level shit. Yeah, you, you're going to walk away thinking, oh, yeah. I need, we need to come back. We need to do it again. I'm, I'm just going to say it. You're going to say, you're going to say that you're going to want to come back and do it again. And we'll make that happen. We'll, we'll make any arrangements we need to make, but you have to start. It's the power of starting the power of purpose. Yes. I love it. Listen to your voice. Yes. He, I, love it. Ah, I love it. I like, I mean, it's like, yes, we're like ending on some mic drops here. That's right. Yeah. Listen to your voice. Let's go. Let's yes. Go. Oh my God. Yes. I'm going to claim it for you and everyone else. I'm so excited that I was able to be a part of your journey to helping a million people. I know that we've added some more numbers to it here through this chat. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys stay tuned because we're closing out the rest of the uh, chakra series with the crown chakra with three amazing guests. So come back, listen more. Thank you, Ayana. Thanks for being a guest. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm so warmed and welcomed by you. Your energy is fantastic. So I'm so blessed to be here today. Thank you. Yes. All right. Catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Life Adventurous podcast. If you love this episode, remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. For course information, freebies, and to stay connected, join our Ohana, that means family, at www.2jhala.com forward slash Ohana. Remember to stay positive, enjoy the journey, and most of all, 
keep those eyes open for all of the adventures surrounding you.